Welcome to Positive Education in the Classroom. My name is Stuart. This podcast is designed for teachers, but if you stumbled across this and you're not a teacher but interested in positive psychology, keep listening. Each episode, we look at a different element of positive education, ways to implement it in the class, or we speak with professionals and other teachers. This episode is an introduction to what positive psychology is. Firstly, positive psychology is not happyology. It is not about ensuring that you are happy all the time because that's not how life works. Positive psychology is a system, a framework to help people get the most out of life. It is a science that has been proven through the scientific method to have positive effects on the well-being of those who use this system. Positive psychology began as a new domain of psychology in 1998 when Martin Seligman chose it as the theme for his term as president of the American Psychological Association. Traditional psychology had focused on all the things that were going wrong for the patient and trying to get to the bottom of them. Positive psychology switched that idea by focusing on the positive things, the things that were going right, even if they were just small things. The overall goal was improving an individual's well-being. Supporting this goal of well-being are the five pillars of positive psychology. Positive emotions, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. And because I'm a teacher, the acronym is PERMA. So here's a small breakdown of the five pillars. Positive emotions. Positive emotions include feelings of pleasure, rapture, ecstasy, warmth, comfort, and the like. They have a strong sensory component and are tied to experiences or memories, as well as our attitude towards them. While transitory in nature, Positive emotional states produce many long-term benefits, including increased access to love, friendship, and community, openness to new ideas and experiences, strength and agility in the face of setbacks and challenging circumstances, and creative and constructive and generous thinking. And of course, positive emotional states just feel better. Engagement, also known as flow. I'm not talking about the same engagement we use in our classrooms. The engagement we want in positive psychology is called flow. This state of mind occurs when pursuing activities which we become thoroughly immersed and absorbed in. They demand skill and effort and leverage our signature strength. In their pursuit, our sense of self vanishes and time seems to stop. When present in professional endeavours, they are a source of gratification that far outstrips wages and other tangible benefits. Relationships. Human beings are social animals. As such, most of the enabling conditions for building a life worth living are relationship-oriented. In the company of close friends, family and associates, we savour everyday moments. We experience the flow of seamless collaborations. We find purpose for our existence and we share our triumphs and defeats. Meaning, when our personal and or professional endeavours contribute to the greater good, They provide fuel for deep commitment. A profound sense of satisfaction accompanies the knowledge that we are part of something greater than ourselves and that our lives matter. Accomplishment. Mastery, victories, awards and other tangible expressions of achievement often bolster well-being whether or not they are associated with positive emotion, flow or meaning. Something within us enjoys rising to a challenge and proving ourselves capable of a worthy result. We pursue these activities for their own sake. They are the five pillars of positive psychology. There is only one last part of positive psychology we need to discuss, and that is character strengths. There are 24 character strengths that we all possess. However, we're all different, so our strengths, naturally, are different. Positive psychology uses these strengths 
to help us get into flow, foster relationships, create positive emotions, find meaning, and feel accomplished. We will be discussing these character strengths throughout the podcast. I would suggest searching up the VIA Character Strengths Survey and completing it. It's free, takes about 20 minutes, and will give you a rundown of your top character strengths and the virtues they align to. I guess that's your homework. I am a teacher. I'm allowed to set homework. You'll get a lot more out of this series if you have those character strengths with you. And virtues is another thing, but that can wait for now. Over the next few episodes, I will expand on these five pillars, giving you the science behind them, why they matter, and some activities for you to do and that you could incorporate into your classroom and your life. Thank you for listening.